Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. Today, we got another special podcast. I hope everybody's doing phenomenal. Get ready for the weekend. You know, stay sober, but drink a little <laughs> bit of tequila. And uh, before we start, y'all can look at me, say your favorite. Yes. <laughs> before we start, if you can uh, show some love to my uh, YouTube channel, Enlighten Me, as well as Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Lastly, you can actually subscribe monthly to my podcast now, 99 cents, four ninety nine, and I think nine nine nine. I have a $9.99 one right now. It's only a dollar, but hey, I'll take it. Slow growth, baby. And today we got Christina with us. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, the top, today's topic, you guys, is my amputation is not my limitation. So, Christina, can you just introduce yourself briefly? I'm Christina. I am originally from... Charleston, but I was born in Georgia. Um, I am a below-the-knee amputee for about 17 years. Um, yeah, I'm a mom, you know, just out here trying to be great. <laughs> and I'm also a model. Yes. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, mom, that's how I think I ran into you. Um, what do you do career-wise? Do you mind if I ask that? I am a medical assistant by day. Um I'm slowly trying to transition my careers into dispatching, auto transport dispatching and um, brokerage. Mm, making that so, money, yeah. you got plans. Yeah, uh, healthcare is, I mean, I have a personal connection with healthcare, but yes. now that I've experienced it, I think I'm ready to move on to new endeavors. Okay. And when did all that you said 17 years ago, what transpired? to have you have your leg amputated so um my mom her leg is than the other um she was born with her leg short it's a leg discrepancy it's just like one limb doesn't grow longer or doesn't grow at the same pace as the other um so she passed it on to me they figured out that you know that was the same thing with me when i was four um they noticed it pretty quick, like, cause you know, my twin, I'm a twin, I have a twin brother. I'm a twin. I'm the oldest twin. I like to say that all the time. <laughs> I'm the oldest by two minutes. Hey, hey, that's a big sis. Right, <laughs> right. He never says that though. I've never heard him say that, but that's okay. Um, he, um, so, you know, yeah. So they noticed that for like, it, I wasn't, you know, growing on my right side at the same pace as my left. Um, so they started to try and lengthen my leg. And basically it was me sleeping at night with weights on my ankles. Um, well, on my ankle, on my right leg. And it was like, I guess their approach was to try and stretch my bone because you know, like kids, their bones aren't ossified, like they're not all the way formed. 
until yeah. later on, until they get their growth plates, until all that kind of stuff. Right? Was that osteoclats and osteoblats or something like that? Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that osteo stuff. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, so it's not ossified. It wasn't. They were trying to manipulate, you know, the length of my leg. Um, so I was sleeping with weights at night. It was so annoying. Was really so you were annoying. sleeping with weights at night. I, hey, oh my, I'm an adolescent. So you're laying down flat. Yeah. And they're intentionally trying to pull on me. Yeah. Oh, I know. so it's it, pulling on your leg. It's pulling on my leg. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. So it would, the weights were at the edge of my bed, at the foot of my bed, hanging on the floor. Mm, okay. No, I got yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what we did. And then they also, in the midst of them manipulating my leg like that, they ruined my hip joint. So we were doing that until like, I was like seven. So they ruined my hip joint. Um, my hip joint would continuously come out of place. Like while I would play in like random situations, you know? Mm-hmm. So they um, put me in a body cast. But yeah, before seven, they put me in a body cast. Like it was like my whole abdomen all the way down. And um, I slipped out the body cast. Like it just like it wasn't working. That wasn't working. So they fused my hip at seven. They fused it. So like I have limited mobility. Like you can crisscross applesauce. I can't crisscross applesauce. Mm, okay. Can okay. you crisscross applesauce with working on that or no? No, it's okay. they have pins in there. Like I could, I've lost some range because I've, I would say like neglected myself a little bit, you know, but um, yeah, no, I can't do it. I remember when I was a kid, like in school doing carpet time, reading time, and the teacher was like, crisscross apple toss. And I was like, uh, I can't do that. And I need some leg room. Like yeah. <laughs> my mama told me to told tell me you, you. <laughs> mama I but my bad. Listen, I <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it so vivid, like it's so crazy. I remember it. But yeah, so that was at seven. Yeah. Um, and then at twelve, they this was supposed to be like the final surgery. Like I, I, it was so traumatic for me that I don't remember all the surgeries. But on record, if I've had over like twenty five surgeries, oh my. like by the age of twelve. So at twelve, they, this was supposed to be the last surgery. Um, it was the same surgery that my mom had when she was seventeen. Um, they broke my femur in half. No, my tibia in half. My tibia in half right fit good whatever the leg bottom part of my leg in half and put screws in it and they were supposed like the bone is supposed to like grow like attach itself and it like that makes it longer Hmm. they hit a blood clot so they were trying to of course help you but yeah, then at the same time, it's screwed like up so many paradox. different times yes and my but poor parents is this the same person Yes, this is oh, no. like the same. Okay, so this is the same hospital. I've seen like multiple doctors, like multiple doctors have like done surgery on me to try and correct the discrepancy, but they made it worse and they like ruined a lot of me. So mm. 
Yeah, they hit a blood clot. And on the third day, so, okay, so let me tell you how I felt before I had the surgery. Like the week before, I was like praying a lot and I was crying. I was 12. I was crying a lot. I was telling my parents I didn't want to do it. And like we still did it. And um, like I had my intuition told me like something was going to go wrong. And I told God that I'm like tired of having surgeries. I also told him that I did tell him I'm tired of having surgeries. Like I want to be done with this. So. At, you know, at that moment, you know, I felt like you know, he wasn't listening to me and he made it like, God, I was like, why am I going through this? Yes. You know? And that's fine. We question God all the time. I, and we get angry at God. That's a normal human uh, trait. Especially at a young, such a young age. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> that, that's, I yeah. laugh because it's, it's, I mean, it was 17 years ago and I, I remember how hard it was. It's still hard, but it was so traumatic and like I was so angry and waking up you know for the first three days of being in the hospital they checked for a pedal pulse Mm. and it like it was faint and then my doctor he didn't want to come to the hospital at all wait what like he didn't want to come to the hospital at all like he didn't come till the last minute like, they were telling him, like, their, her pulse is faint. Like, she can barely move her toes. Like, he was off doing some shit. Like, yeah. Uh, hold on. We got to find this man right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me edit that out. his name? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, probably, probably You're going to have to edit that out. Yeah, we can't edit this. If you it's see going, a picture of him, he looks so, like, he he will wear cynical. bandanas. Huh? Looks cynical, doesn't he? Yes, he wear he will wear like before my surgeries, he will wear bandanas with skull ha- skulls on it. Oh no! Nah. Yeah, and he would never want to pray with us. Like, yeah, what? he was not right. He was not right. Yeah, his yeah his nurses yeah like all of them just hey, were listen, just yeah, it was a horrible experience. Text yeah, me his name. Um, we'll, yeah, okay, we'll, I'm gonna text we'll it up, to you. Run up and gun up like my like crime mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> listen it was horrible anyways but um that happened at 12 and yeah so after the amputation and everything like that how did like you adjust to this new life well since I was already used to having surgeries like I was the queen of crutches all the time like my upper body is so strong to this day because I wore crutches a lot in my life. Mm. Um, and, you know, like, I adjusted because I was still a kid and I had that desire to prevail and do the things that I see other kids doing. Like, that's how I, you know, it just, I just had my, and my mom, she, was like, you gonna still do whatever you want to do. My dad, oh, yeah, same way. Like, yeah, like I prevailed through the strength of them and teaching me how to be strong. And Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I just, it was really hard though. Oh, yeah. Especially as, a, as, a, as a child. So high school, middle school wasn't challenging. Were you um, 
going to sports still in high school, same thing? No, I wasn't in any sports. I hated high school. I hated middle school. It was like, I, a lot of it I just don't remember because I was going through, like, I wasn't, not only was I going through matters of being an amputee, I was also going through, like, stuff in the household. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes. normal life stuff. You know yes, what I mean? On top of that, it's Yeah, being a twin, being, you know, biracial. And I, you know, like, during that time, it was, like, so many things going on. Like, yeah, making friends and, yeah, it was, I, well, I, I, I don't friends. remember a lot of it. Yeah. I admire your strength a lot. Yeah. And look at look at you now, prosperous, making moves. But who hasn't gone through hard things like that? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's how I see it. Shoot, sometimes we put ourselves in those situations. Sometimes so. they are preventable. Things are a lot of things oh, that yeah. happen to us are preventable. Definitely. But we just take them as a lesson. Yeah, keep we adjust, moving. we adapt and keep them going. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I had to do. So do you do any conferences or any type of I I, like I don't and I really wish that I dedicated more time and I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah. figure out my happy medium in being a mom, being a worker, you know, being a mom. Yeah, you just moved too, so maybe no, out that all, way. All of that. I just moved. Yeah. Yeah, so now maybe out that way you can uh, cuz you're in a good area. You're in a very good area so you should yeah. be able to yeah. And shoot, when I come up that way, I know a couple of people and see what's up. Yeah, let's yeah. network. That's what I need to do. Like now that I feel more comfortable with myself because I'm 30 now, but like in my 20s and my teens, it was such a like, okay, find yourself, find your confidence, like figure out. That's why I stepped into modeling because I'm yeah. like, girl, you come on, you can do it. So, Did anybody push you in that realm, or you just wanted to do take a look? Oh yeah, my awesome photographer Jeffrey Bowens. <laughs> I think you tagged him. Yeah, yeah, I tag him in like a lot of my photos because he's and his sweet wife Pamela. She's so nice to me. She's the one who introduced introduced me to Jeffrey, which is her husband. Um, yeah, we were in clinic working together, and she's a nurse, and I'm a medical assistant. She's a RN, so I'm a medical assistant. We were working together, and I was telling her how, you know, I just want to take photos one day just to, you know, see my confidence, like, like you know, figure it out. Yeah. Um, experiment, see what's up. Yeah, experiment. See if I'm good at it or not, because I've always been told, like, hey, you should take photos, you know? But... Um, yeah, she she introduced me to him, and she was like, "I think y'all will be great together," and we have so much fun. The energy is so thick; like, it's just us. And well, the last time we did a photo shoot was me and him and my friend Mara. Yeah. Uh, she's a florist, and she she did a great job with the flowers. But yeah, well, how long we ago was, did you start it doing was a vibe. This? Uh, it's been about two years now. About two years. Now it's up where you used to live, right? Yeah, in Charleston, in Somerville. So do you go back? <laughs> do you go back and forth now? Because I guess, or is he gonna come down your way? Yeah, I still go back. My parents are in Charleston. I, I mean, I love Charleston. During the summer, I'm about to be in Charleston. Like, why would I not want to be in Charleston in the summertime? See, when I lived, I was like an hour away in Columbia. I ain't go up there enough. 
You I went up there a couple of times, but not enough. You tripping. It's, it's so many I beaches, know. so many like restaurants on the beach, so many like little events that be happening during the summertime. Charleston is actually fun in the summer. See, I, I knew it. I should have I should have went a little bit more. I think what's yes. that beach that everybody goes to? Hollow um, Palms. My parents live Palms. like seven minutes, ten minutes from oh, your parents Alla got Palms. money. Right. I mean I, my parents have a nice house, but I never like I never, I'm not like a showboater. I don't do that. No, no. Yeah, you don't I seem don't like, like it, no. Mm-mm. You seem like a very chill person. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty humble. I don't talk about yeah. So that. even with so the dating realm, how did that transpire after that Ugh. as well? It was so I know it's already trash. Me. Trust me, I do podcasts every day almost on the dating realm. People always ask me. So Yeah. And first getting into dating, it was so awkward. It was just like like I felt like I owed a person the you know like to tell them like hey I I should tell you I'm a amputee before we go any further. You yeah. know, like I'm just like, wait. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, I I wouldn't care. I just learned it there. Like, all right, well, you want the chicken or the salad? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, many people have not cared. Like most of people, like I, after being it being 17 years, like mm-hmm. we'll either forget that I'm an MPT. Once we become friends, or two, they like forget to ask. Yeah. And I forget that I didn't tell them. Because one day I'll just be like, all right, I'm going to take my leg off underneath this table. Cause... And they'll be like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, what? Oh, yeah. You can't start with nobody like that. <laughs> like, so many. It's happened so many times. Like, it's so funny. I wish I had a camera on my, like, like face or something. Because their faces are priceless. Yeah. I mean, that that's different. Like, if you just, you didn't I tell forget. me. I forget. I'm so like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take this off, put it right here by you. I'm like, huh. What? <laughs> like, what the? And it looks so real. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it looks so real. So you real. got, you, back in the day, was it a different color? And then now you have one that uh, complements your Oh, so, okay. So the last one, all right. The one I'm wearing now is the same as the last prosthetic I had on. Like the one without the cause, like it doesn't look real. It Correct. was just the metal. Um, that's how it looks when it's no cosmetics on it. That's like the shell of the prosthetic. Okay. Okay. Like that's the met makeup, the genetic makeup of the prosthetic. So that was the so, shaft of the okay, leg okay. and then the socket, which you, those two pieces, shaft and the socket of the prosthetic. You have one, I'm guessing. They're so expensive. I have, I have multiple, but. It is expensive to get the sock, the prosthetic, the leg itself fitted with the prosthetic. Mm, okay. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like my insurance, like everything is. I okay. So the last girl on your podcast, she was yeah. saying that she's getting like disability. I have been trying to do this for the longest, but they literally don't want you to work. So, and Somebody insurance else. is horrible. Insurance. Somebody else is, told me that. I pay so much money out of pocket for my prosthetic. It's not even funny. Like that, becoming a, like being a model, my goal is to find somebody that is like, hey, I want to sponsor you. Hey, be this tester for our prosthetics. Like, that's my goal. Hey. I, it's expensive. 
Oh, you got an email real quick? We shot that out right now. Shoot. Carly, C-A-R-L-E-Y, 5044, V as in Victor, at gmail.com. All right, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to make this work and I'll definitely keep an eye out. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I've been following some um other amputees and um I've been seeing how you know they are so in tune with Instagram and TikToks and the internet, and it's just so hard to like stay committed with that. But you know, they walk themselves into sponsorships and you know, like all these great people who want to pay them photos and TikToks and reels. And it's kind of hard for me to, you know? Okay, well, I got a, um, out your way now, I got an Instagram model. She has about like 90,000, if not probably 121, the, I don't know, something like that. And she models. She stopped for a little bit and she was on one of the podcasts. So I'll, I'll hit her up after this. See if she has uh, any type of avenues. references or anything. Yeah, yeah. references, av avenues, anything on that. So we can Thank try to get you. you out there a little bit. Yeah, that's the one good thing about doing this podcast. You meet phenomenal people with phenomenal stories, and I and I'm that's what I'm so excited crazy. about. Yeah, that's, hey, that's that's all I'm trying to do. I wrote so that I, in my journal that I was gonna do a podcast. I was gonna be on a podcast. So you just made it come true, and that I'm was here, before you. you contacted me. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you still want to start your own podcast or? I do. I do. So I'm so shy sometimes. Don't though. be shy. Don't be. You know, at first talking to myself because I did my first podcast, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing talking to myself out out loud?" You know, a yeah. Crazy. But now it's I've accommodated to it and adjusted, and it's like it's going with the flow. Like anything yeah. in life, you just get adjusted. Just get adjusted. Just keep yeah, going. Podcast would be more sufficient. I mean, that's, I'm sorry. YouTube be more sufficient for the avenue you're trying to go. But you can turn your YouTube into a podcast at the same time. So. I know, because people want to like see my face and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <gasps> no, I'm not used to that yet. <laughs> well, you're modeling. I know, I know. So, wait, wait. It's so, it's really hard for me, though. Like, it's such a challenge. Like, I feel like I need to stop saying that it's hard for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I should stop saying that. So just record but it's, yourself it's and send it to a couple people, a couple friends. People and send it to somebody you don't know. Like, yeah. And then they'll critique it. Then as you warm up to it, you're like, yeah, it's easy. And then boom. Yeah. We'll get you there. I'm, I'm here for you. There. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. You're already taking leaps and models. I am. So. Yeah, definitely. So what's the next avenue you would like to go besides doing a YouTube or a podcast or anything like that? Mm -hmm. like career wise or modeling wise like modeling um I want to just basically work with a, a agency or a company that can get me work in a healthy amount like healthy amount month to month mm. I mean my my goal is that modeling you know supplies my income some plus uh, some of my income and you know i find a company that is for me and is you know willing to send me some work i'm also you... on a database right now though okay. um i um is ftc um it's on my 
It's not my phone. I can't remember the new the full name because it's um a new database. It's, I just started with it like a month ago. Um, but there are a few. They're like job postings, and they're just invite only. They're not like a Google. Um, okay. and some of the applications I put in, they've been sent to the casting director. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for a response. Well, once I get settled in my home. I don't know if you saw my other page, uh, my new breed page, my fitness apparel line. I'll I definitely send that. you some uh, clothing to rest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got you. And I you can help you. me out. You grow, I grow. We both yeah, grow. Yeah, win for a win. from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why we're here, trying that. to network. Yes, networking is a big deal. I wish I started sooner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shoot, I do too, especially. I was against TikTok, long story short. I was like, I ain't doing no TikTok. And right. I see these people making money off of TikTok. I know. Like 13K a month and stuff like that. My mom like, tells uh, me all the time I need to be on TikTok. You're on TikTok. You're not on TikTok? You're on TikTok. I don't want my brain to be programmed to this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have time. I, had to, I just yeah. don't want to do it yet. I feel so. It is, it is once my business really took off back in uh what, 2020 i was like yo i'm exhausted i have to post yeah. on social media all the time this is tiring it's i can't so hire nobody much. i'm it gonna is. hire someone oh, yeah, i'm gonna hold out i'm gonna do it the minimum that i can right now just to keep my followers and like keep the people that like actually watches me yeah the algorithm yeah but i'm definitely gonna hire somebody to manage my page because it's I feel like it's uh like handicapped seriously sometimes like it just makes me feel really low and not all that great yeah I find myself like I was telling you earlier off off uh, the record we were, we were talking I was like yeah I find myself on there for a little bit too long and it, it was sporadic it just happened mm-hmm. out of nowhere I was like on there for like a week like extra hours I was like Right, no. Go read a go book. Pick a book. Yep. I was yeah. like, go pick up a book. Go meditate. Go go to the gym or something. Oh, the gym is hey, gym is life. <laughs> gym is yeah, life. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do after this. <laughs> okay, well again, let me know what you need and I definitely will reach out to a couple people and we can uh, get you out there. Just don't forget the little people because I will no, I can't say I'll find you. But you know, You'll I, I just me? you know I'll, I'll I'll call you out on uh I'm not Twitter. <laughs> I've been reaching out. out to her, and yeah, I haven't yeah, talked I mean, to her in years. Hey, look at this. I still got the podcast and everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> she was so nice. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money changes people. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing I always remind myself. The money is going to come. Oh, yeah, definitely. Don't. It's going to come. Oh, yeah, that's then that was my flaw starting off. I was like, man, I should be making a lot more money back in 2018 in my kitchen, my apartment kitchen. Yeah. I should be making more money. Yeah. Then I slowed down. I was like, let me just enjoy this process. I started making even more money and people started reaching out even more. Like, yo, yo, yo. So, yeah, right, calm cool. down, young grasshopper. Oh, whoa, damn. Yeah. It's going to come. Calm down. I'm calm. Yeah. Financial, <laughs> <laughs> financial freedom is the goal. And just chilling um, yeah, out. That's my ties on the beach. Definitely. I can ratchet. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you'd like else like to say, Chrissy, Christina? Um, for all the amputees out there, whether you are in your, your little kid, you are a teenager, you are in your 20s, you are 50, 60, 
whatever. Because I've seen so many, being in healthcare, I've seen so many amputees in all ages. Um, don't give up. Just keep going. I like that. I like that. And I thank you again for joining me on Enlighten Me and Enlightening Everybody on here. And I appreciate y'all viewers and listeners sharing my podcast and showing love. Thank you. But thank you, Chrissy. And uh, we'll definitely call you right after this, honestly. But we're going to sign yeah. off on Enlighten Me. Again, <laughs> you guys, please subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel, my Google podcast. Share this. Share, like, subscribe. Uh, we're up to 50 countries now. I thought it was 45 the other day, but it's 50 and still keeping that five-star rating. I'm waiting for somebody to hate. Give me, give me a four-star. It is what it is, baby. But thank you again. Enlighten Me signing off.